AI over just the last seven months has been crazy in general society. Apply that to affiliate programs, you'll be laughing. You can see profitability, you can see forecasted uh, rates of churn by players. You can see, oh, maybe this deal has been applied to this market. What's the average? All this stuff, I mean, this all comes to the vague term of business intelligence. What does that mean? It's looking at data and making smart choices. Okay. So if <laughs> any of these programs start doing AI in the bit, they'll be top of the pile instantly because that's where people want to be. You want to look at instant business decisions with your data. You're listening to Affiliate BI, the business intelligence and affiliate marketing podcast with John Wright, brought to you by Statstrom. So welcome to the Affiliate BI podcast. I got two special guests here with me, uh, David Harris and Vlad Bondarenko from Referon. And I'm going to start off by asking a question, which will give you a chance to introduce yourselves. But I met both of you at the ICE conference in London earlier this year. And I saw something about a new affiliate program software, which got me excited because, I mean, that's what we do. We connect with all the different platforms. I got a chance to see a demo and listening to both of you talk got me excited because I knew you weren't building just another affiliate software. So tell us what you do and uh, let's talk about how uh, this conversation got started at London. Uh, okay, I'll go first. So hi, I'm David. Um, I'm a affiliate program tech lead. Um, I've kind of been doing this position for quite recently, six months, but I was a senior before that, so two years in all. Um, and Vlad and I have kind of been building the product for about two years. Prior to that, I um, had about four years prior to that in the iGaming market, actually in from based in Malta. And um, yeah, that's kind of where we got started. I got involved in this company and then Vlad joined my side and we built it from then, really. Yeah. My name is Vlad and I'm uh, working for Referon, yes, with Dave for two years already. In this sphere, of, uh, sphere I'm uh, about six years already and I was affiliate manager, I was affiliate program manager, I was a team lead uh, having a team with uh, six people. Uh, now I'm a product manager of marketing and uh, a new product Referon, so something like that. Awesome. So, I mean, the next part of the question is, I mean, I already know this answer, but why Why would you say Referon is going to be a serious player in this uh, interesting affiliate marketing or affiliate program software space? Uh, let me start, Dave, I think. This is yeah, a, yeah, you can take this a trigger uh, question for me in the way that why generally Referon, uh, we have started with Referon. I don't want to start with obvious details about the platform features or whatever, the direction we are moving. Uh, more about such functional uh, aspects, we will speak further. But in my opinion, the industry of affiliate management still relies on the some outdated practices from 80s 90s whatever i by the way I remember your post about apis uh, john and the analogies with the movie the goonies so it's really clear there is a pressing uh, needs for like comprehensive overhaul especially concerning the reporting capabilities uh, overall friendliness of the system generally of the sphere and the main goal from my point of view is to encourage uh, fair uh, competition in this market generally speaking as the industry keeps changing and new platforms new systems come up often this is like uh, pushing 
technology forward in this field and i want to be uh, uh, like at the forefront of this competition and we believe that the healthy competition motivates us constantly to improve ourselves to innovate ourselves and this like can benefit both uh, parties operators and affiliates and uh, also we are quite new to the market believe me we have just implemented only about 10 percent of all the features of the plan functionality however the interesting part of that that this 10 percent of all the feature uh, already surpassed in some cases like uh, features which supported in the market or just default in the market yeah and this 10 percent i think should have been standard and default for uh, everyone as the best practices in this field especially in terms of user interface convenience reporting api dynamic variables this is kind of trigger words for everyone so this is how Referon has been started, why we are doing this, and uh, something like that. This my thoughts on those. Just yeah. to add to that, both of us came from a bit of a technical background, and both of us knew the market from a technical affiliate manager, but also we have you know, backup behind us on affiliation. We speak to affiliate managers from different operators as well, not just kind of the ones we are close to. So we understood and did a bit of due diligence on what was needed, and the days that Vlad and I did backlog prioritizations went on for hours for what was needed, what wasn't, what wasn't, what can we push? And we tried to make it try, quite transparent with up to the end of the year with features coming up. And then next for next year, we're going to have to do the same kind of long meetings together to do another assessment of those. So we do try to make it transparent. We understand it's not, as we've just said, 10% and we've got our loads to come. We understand it's, Hasn't got everything, but we are working on it. By the way, Dave, uh, I just recently read the article from my CEO of Shopify, and I like the idea how he told like great products are built by tinkering and uh, adjustment, not just by strategic doc. And those southern biggest, longest documents that we have written with you, we still, I think, uh, built not exactly what we have written down, but something else. And this is a nice part of the work, building is, new products. This is yeah. what happens. Vlad does a release every two weeks. I write documentation which goes out of date in two weeks. So it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a reiterative process. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that pain. I've got a customer for our software and they're like, do you have a, a document for this? I'm like, we're about to redesign everything and we're adding new features all the time. But I think the thing that for me stood out when I talked to both of you in, uh, in London and also recent with you, David, in uh, mm -hmm. Amsterdam was you, it's not just the experience you have on the tech side, but you really take this uh, product driven, like product owner type of growth. And it's something that I can relate to and what we have to do. And I think that's probably what's going to give you an edge in terms of like, there's a lot of competition here. Like there's no shortage of options of people going, what affiliate software am I going to use to power our operation? But um, I, I found that refreshing. And when you say 10%, that that's all you have right now and you already have an amazing product, I, I actually believe uh, you do have like another 90% to go. And I find that really exciting. Believe me, the backlog is long. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not a case of we're coming into this with one competitor. Everyone knows there's so many out there. And it's, we're not doing this by ourselves as well. There are other programs trying to burst into the market share as well. And as Vlad said, a healthy competition makes for a healthy product. Okay. Otherwise become stagnant. But as you kind of lent, kind of lent to, 
we do try to take pride in a bit of affiliate feedback, a bit of our own feedback, because we kind of get this on a daily basis to say, oh, this is annoying. Oh, can you make this better? We understand software always has bugs. You know, it's software. It's made by humans. You're going to get errors. But as we develop features, it becomes, you know, a web. And as that builds up, it's important to understand if this is a product-oriented strategy and this is a client feedback strategy. And we need to make sure we prioritize accordingly. But that's what we're doing. We did workshops before it went live. We've done feedback sessions already with loads who are live. And we're kind of collecting that information, kind of rejigging some of the stuff which still hasn't been released as of yet, but it's ones that we prioritized already. Guys, we need revolution in this field, this is for sure. I'm not sure if we will start this revolution, but in any way, this should be started. Are you Ukrainian? Just simmer it down a bit on the revolutions, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is in our blood, I see. Yeah, no, I, I, I fully agree. It's uh, I think with what's happening, you know, especially in our space, I th- this actually ties in perfectly to my next question, because you've already hinted that there's a, a bit of staleness in the space. And so I want to take a, a few steps back and talk about the state of the industry today in relation to the gap we have in operators and affiliate managers with their mm-hmm. grasp of data or maybe their lack of understanding of how to look at and how to manipulate it. Uh, what are some of the problems you see today and how do you think we can change this in terms of getting affiliate managers and operators up to speed to say, hey, there's a new wave of tools coming and affiliate managers, they should be looking at data in a different way. Do you want me to take this one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. First uh, one. So, <laughs> so um, we understand for any new platform, not just our own, okay? You're going to come with change. Okay, this could be from those who know a platform which is 15, 20 years old for some which is five years old. And then you take Referon, which is not even a year old. It's going to come. People don't like change, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what vertical you're in, people don't like change. How do you overcome this hurdle? Well, we've done our best to be an involved with affiliate managers, with other operators as much as we can from the very start. Um, we've kind of alluded to already about documentation, videos, all of that stuff we've kind of pre-built, ready to go. Um, You can kind of have a look, see how they are. When we do demos with new clients, we take you through kind of analogies, show you how it's done, give them access, making sure that operators know what they're buying before they go in. So you have your decision makers, which is higher up, and, you know, we'll give them demos and stuff. But the affiliate managers, yes, it is a case of how do you get a tool and use it properly? Okay, with any platform, you are always providing the tools and then they make how, how, how easy it is to get that answer. With Referon and what we've tried to do is make a much more kind of data-driven approach and make it much more accessible. You may, I don't know if I've shown you or not from the platform, but statistics, uh, widgets, previous period um, and current periods and kind of the pivot table of reporting gives much more accessibility to the data. The clients that we have already have already said to us directly, they've already saved costs, made a better and quicker business decisions on reward plans and, you know, general clicks that are coming in and general metrics that are showing in every step of the way. We don't want to have that clunky flow and stop someone to engage with the data. We're trying to make it as much easy as we can. We have affiliates that are signing up all the time, which have never touched the stuff before. Okay. And I'm in these chats. I'm in a million Skype chats. And it could be like, 
I need to get a tracking link and I don't know where to do it. I've clicked this. What have I done wrong? I give them the video or I have a little chat with them. And suddenly, once it clicks, it's like super easy to understand. It's like a slight zeitgeist without me kind of making too egotistical. But it is a new way of looking at tracking, looking at warding, making it much more fluid. And once you get that, it's just so easy. No, it makes, makes total sense. Um, continuing on with this similar theme, uh, I've got an, my next question prepared, but I'm going to re rephrase it a little differently because both of what we do as a company and what you do as a company, we're in the B2B space and mm -hmm. we have to sell products and features and the software in a totally different way. And I actually believe that how we have to sell our products and services to both affiliate managers and operators, or for at least from your point of view, um, we need to do it in a way that's like building relationships. And one thing I've noticed at the Amsterdam conference, and I asked a lot of people their, their take on this, I said, this industry is getting bigger. More programs are opening up. We have a lot of new affiliate managers coming in. And a lot of them are coming in with this head first, like bull in a China shop going, I need to make sales. They want to get that single sale count, but they're not focused on the after, like the retention, mm -hmm. the relationship building. And I believe for affiliate marketing, this is like extremely critical. So I know tools can help for this, but what do you think is the next thing that needs to be done? It's not just educating affiliate managers on how to use data, but how do we get this transformation of going, you can get your sale, but if that's all you're interested in, you might be missing out on bigger opportunities of retaining. Like affiliates are, it, they're almost like players. Like you can acquire them, that's expensive. But to retain them, you have to retain your affiliates just as much as you have to retain a player. Uh, Vlad, do you want to take this? Yeah, I can start with the answer. Yeah, this is quite a good question because uh, <clears throat> the system should be as a central hub of information, which enables uh, them, us, to monitor all affiliate activities and uh, evaluate, first of all, the campaign performance and adjust strategies uh, based on this. And uh, like at the control center, Referon, first of all, gives us opportunity like uh, ubiquitous accessibility all to all the manual repetitive tasks it eliminates it fully uh, and freeing up uh, some valuable space and time for affiliate manager to focus on relationship building and not to make some uh, like uh, unnecessary steps and unnecessary clicks so, like everything is out of the box and they need the desire for analytical tool and the market is having already this desire for analytical tool like to be able to calculate in ROI correctly full visibility on uh, some relevant measures etc uh, etc et like for example from our point of view uh, as I have been involved in this uh, sphere for Last like six years, I often tell people that I consider myself as a ra uh, lazy person, yeah. And my trigger words always were optimization, automation, and structuring. And this everything is interconnected because I constantly striving to align my like work with. Uh, uh, some specific rules to avoid uh, repetitive tasks, ta some manual uh, action. This is what Central Hub means for ourselves, for Referon, and uh, like our daily routine, and not only our, I, I'm sure, involved uh, extracting some CSV file from uh, third party to upload it to Google Sheets, and with the help of uh, extensive CRMs based on Google Sheets or whatever, we could then analyze data. This is not the proper flow. 
we need to like that's why as time passed i started feeling tired because of all this uh, restriction limitation of uh, using only google sheets or google sheets with some other uh, add-ons whatever and like our crm outgrew its capabilities and that's when the idea of referon was born and i recognize the need of more advanced uh, tools comprehensive affiliate management system that's why this is everything interconnected we can be focused on some uh, retention on some uh, partnerships only when we are not doing any manual steps we are not doing repetitive tasks and moving from our initial crm in uh, google sheets to developing referent was a natural step basically and so we needed to overcome those limitations that's what uh, i mean when i speak that referent can be a proper uh, central hub for affiliate managers to maintain the proper partnerships and for affiliates to have the proper understanding how each campaign is doing how each of us is performing this is what referon and data driven lazy approach let's just to, just to add on to this yeah, yeah. referon obviously we're looking at a bit of a angle on affiliate managers uh, from this perspective and obviously they're getting the FTDs, but no retention. But another level of what Referon offers and any platform is actual operators. Operators are using this and they want to see how a brand converts, not just at the individual affiliate manager. Now, coming back to the question of building that retention, making sure you have that relationship. If you take the example of an operator comes to platform X, okay, and they don't like it, they're not going to add any more brands to that platform. They're not going to be any more data streams. They're not going to use it continuously. If you build up the relationship and you show it's worthwhile and they know they can get certain data aspects out of it and they find it friendly or accessible, they're going to add and probably get more brands onto the system. So you build a relationship in that angle. And at the same time, the affiliate managers are used to it. You can have multiple programs running through the same kind of URLs. The accessibility and usage of it is multifaceted. It's not just affiliate manager getting FTDs and showing case, click to FTDs, okay, I'm done. That's me for the KPIs. It's, there's, more, there's more layers at an affiliate platform than just the affiliates coming in. No, I agree. I think with what uh, Vlad mentioned uh, previously is that you know, having this uh, affiliate manager hub is important. I mean, we kind of already know that a lot of these affiliate platforms, affiliate program software, they are meant to be that hub in the first place, but I feel like a lot of them are missing something. So I've got two more questions and one's already written down and another one's kind of sprung up where, do you think there's gonna be a next wave? I mean, I'm pretty sure I kind of know the answer to this. A next wave of affiliate program software that has not just what it says it does, but there's more analytics and business intelligence built into this where it's doing this analysis saying, hey, maybe we think we can optimize your affiliate program based on what we're seeing as patterns? Um, let me just take this a sec, Vlad. So agree 100%. AI over just the last seven months has been crazy in general society. Apply that to affiliate programs, you'll be laughing. You can see profitability. You can see forecasted uh, rates of churn by players. You can see, oh, maybe this deal has been applied to this market. What's the average? All this stuff, I mean, this all comes to the vague term of business intelligence. What does that mean? 
it's looking at data and making smart choices. Okay. So if <laughs> any of these programs start doing AI in the it, they will be top of the pile instantly because that's where people want to be. You want to look at instant business decisions with your data. It's something we have discussed, but it's still something which is maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. It's uh, you gave me the perfect snippet to take in. Yeah. You know. As an affiliate marketer, you'll want to celebrate your first sale, learn about a drop in clicks and revenue, discover new brands, be notified when programs close, see an increase in earnings per click, identify underperforming campaigns. Your affiliate programs won't tell you when these things happen, but we will. Whether good things are happening to your business or bad, we are here for you and we've got your back. Statsdrone is the number one affiliate CRM tool that helps you get your data, manage your biz with CRM tools, and analyze data with business intelligence. Visit statsdrone.com or find the link in the show notes. Uh, I, I like that. Uh, the next question, I mean, we know in the news recently that DeepCI was acquired mm -hmm. by Every Matrix, and I listened to another podcast, I think it was The Gambling Files, and got a chance to listen to, I think it was, what's the guy's name? From Clive? DeepCI. DeepCI. I think it's Clive. Clive, yeah. It's... So Clive was basically kind of walking through the features. I, I, I got a, uh, went through the video demos, but it looked really interesting. Uh, do you think there's going to be more of these tools hitting the market? And I mean, we're going to assume that every matrix will keep this going, but they could easily say, hey, this is only for in-house, or they might actually say the best features are going to be pure in-house. I mean, they could. I'm not saying they're not going to. I'm not involved. I think there is definitely more like that. I mean, most people, most, most affiliates nowadays know or use Ahrefs, SimilarWeb, or DeepCI. Those, those are the top three. Okay, they all do very similar things. I'm not going to give you pros and cons of each of those markets. That's up to the watchers to decide and what to look at. But most affiliate managers use these on a daily basis. The fact that Partner Matrix has um, kind of acquired DeepCI, I think is a great move. I think that's, that's a great move for them to en encourage um, more of the checks in-house rather than relying on third parties. This is something we've alluded to in this call already. Removing that reliance to third-party programs. This is just one of the many. Um, to say it's going to stop there is almost saying like, are there going to be more affiliate platforms? It's people always come up with new ideas. Uh, there's the market changes. There's going to be new things that will come on board, more data, more stuff to extract from websites. It's not going to stop anytime soon. Um, but I just want to point out Partner Matrix did a fantastic move there. Yeah, I, I wish I would, could fully agree with the idea that affiliate managers are using similar web, deep CI, and Ahrefs. <laughs> well, okay, theoretically. <laughs> they okay. know about them. Maybe they don't use them, but okay. they know about them. Cl cl that's clarification because, I mean, <laughs> I am uh, teaching a couple people in the background uh, how to use Ahrefs uh, for any different uh, points of yeah. view. And um, I kind of wish uh, deep CI was in the market earlier and it was actually expanded everywhere because, I mean... We've been affiliates for like a good 10 years and we still have test accounts. So we create an account for every single program because we need to add that in our app. Mm -hmm. And it's just frustrating the, the types of questions we get. And a lot of it, I'm going to have to say, comes from new affiliate managers. Even when we had our affiliate sites, they had always asked for the number one spot. And even when I tried to explain to them that our best converting pages are this one and that one and a couple other subsets, just 
no, I just want number one spot. And it's like, okay, do you want to overpay for it? And they're like, oh, we don't want to pay, but we want number one because we're the best. And it's just kind of frustrating. I think these tools, I hope at some point change, um, like going full circle back to previous discussions, this, uh, I need to get the sale. And then once I got the sale, I move on. Uh, I just think that there's a lack of uh, education. No one's going to college or university to become an affiliate manager. They come into the space, they get hired because they've got a sales background. And I kind of think that maybe they actually need to start taking some courses on affiliate management. I mean, there's thousands of courses online, you know, you go to Udemy or whatever, but it depends on which vertical. I mean, we're currently focused on gambling as the, the vertical we're, we're kind of focused on, but there's so many others. People say, you know, how to be an affiliate. Let me get 1 million in six days. It, it doesn't happen instantly. And there are experiences. There's people being in the market, you know, for sometimes 20 years, looking at the original kind of affiliate and performance marketing at its very basic to the very kind of modern day. Getting that experience and that knowledge and the connections is the biggest kind of way to, you know, people know you, people know what the brands you promote. And if you do move companies, people, you know, will respond and, and probably promote you accordingly building those relationships but yeah if you're number one why get number two right (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you want number one and number two and number three (laughs) it depends how many brands you have yes yeah maybe anything uh, to add about on that one from your experience as an affiliate manager I agree with you guys. I was back in time affiliate manager. I was using Ahrefs and all the stuff. I know, John, what you're speaking about because uh, even in my case, like my, uh, with whom I was working before, yeah, uh, like to to start using some tools is is always a challenge, especially when it comes to some new tools like Dipsy or whatever. Um, but as the industry becomes more data-driven, more such tools will come. And obviously, that we are speaking now, we are living in an AI uh, century, so to say. I hope, I'm sure, I'm not hoping, but I'm sure that such tools will be available also uh, for AI. The thing is that iGaming sphere is quite limited. We have really nice um, like examples of uh, Web3 sphere, like um, all this cryptocurrency sphere, it's much, 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 um, is having much more higher expectation. Yeah, a lot of people, much more people are involved in that and much more uh, sophisticated solution uh, are there. But even there, even there, Binance, for example, doesn't give us proper API. So what we can speak about iGaming, where money is big and a lot of money are coming here. But if Binance cannot give us proper APIs, what we can speak and tell about this small uh, topic? So this is uh, a matter of time, I, so, I suppose, I hope, and more tools will come. And I am a fan of ChatGPT. I am a fan of new tools. I, I know that it's, it's quite low amount of people still right now who wants to use new tools in iGaming sphere? So this, this is coming from a person who literally uses ChatGPT for everything. Yeah, he, but... Every time I'm doing a screen share with him, he always has it open. Every, every single thing. <laughs> I a, bought yeah. him, you know, and it helps <laughs> us a lot. It helps us a lot. I want to see kind of ChatGPT in Referon as well. 
I just need to find the guy Vlad, who will Vlad GPT. Exactly what it's going to be called, yeah. and you should buy the, you should buy the domain. No, I want I want to work with people with uh, like how does with a, with the stars yeah in the eyes yeah with passion yeah you know vision or delusion exactly exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, a vision for the future. I mean, we used to joke with Vlad during the early stages of development. He had so much passion. He was like, yeah, uh, we were talking and I was talking at a normal level. And then everyone else would be like, go find a room. Like, you're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, he, he loves, he loves his data. And, you know, he found the right job. That's for yeah. sure. You were, you were calling me even Dave, always passion fruit. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Yeah. Well, we'll save that discussion for another one. And especially, I mean, easily chat GPT, that could be a whole other. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a whole different ballgame. That could be a whole other can of fruit, so to speak. Yeah. Um, next question. Me. Yeah, passion fruit. <laughs> I love that. Um, cookies. Uh, what's happening yeah. with cookies? And what do you think is one or a couple of good ways of uh, trying to solve this, what could be a problem? Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be this year or next year. It's going to get delayed. So I'm going to do an introductory thing and then Vlad can take over. So essentially, Google's been saying this for years. <laughs> let's, let, let's, yeah. let, let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happened in kind of website development or general kind of internet over the last couple of years since they even said it has been phenomenal. I mean, technology has always come far just kind of leaps and bounds every year almost. So removing cookies is not going to be the end of the world, in my opinion. There are many other ways you can still obtain information. I mean, look, in the last five years, just five years, pixels and postbacks and variables have shot up in demand, like hugely. I mean, you yourself, John, you, you see this in all your, probably your API pools and everything. But go back five years. It was barely mentioned. So cookies have been around since the internet was in its early infancy. The fact that we're still using it is already a phenomenon. Like, it's crazy. We have so many other types of doing it. So I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I just think we'll just find another way to, to track it. That's all. Yeah, I think... think that... Go ahead. I think, guys, this topic should be perceived mostly as uh, market trends, and everyone wants to stay informed. We even spend like five minutes to speak about cookies, and some people are speaking about those cookies, and when it's an end, everything will be down, like we will be dead for three years. Like, I constantly reading those articles, but in eight, like 80 approximately percent of all cases, uh, cookies are still sent, uh, are still used. So while, while there are some indications uh, of a shift uh, away from cookies, I would still consider them as a trend right now. Uh, and we can discuss this endlessly. We have different approaches like server-to-server -server, uh, tracking, postbacks, like device fingerprinting, uh, unified IDs, uh, whatever, whatever. But it's quite interesting topic. But to my mind, uh, in the near near future, it will not end with cookies. This no, for I sure. I fully agree. And uh, last question, I I ended up, uh, all these uh, podcasts with is: What do you see the future of affiliate marketing as it intersects with business intelligence? Do you want to end with that, Vlad? 
Mr. I passion. Think yes. Like <laughs> we I'm trying not to laugh while you guys are talking about passion for <laughs> It's okay, we have a rapport. It's okay. Yeah. Like generally speaking, the future of uh, affiliate marketing I really see in the data-driven approach, as we have spoken many times. Um, such topics as real-time reporting, fraud detection like and prevention, uh, predictive analytics, all these topics are a part of business, anali business analysis, business intelligence, uh, and all this stuff. And obviously, the data-driven decision-making will be much more easier when uh, some business intelligence tools uh, will be applied in this sphere. But to be honest, till when it happens, until then, we, we at least we need the proper reporting right now. API availability, dynamic reporting, to start from someone, from somewhere, like from the first 10 default, this 10% of default uh, things which should be uh, available from the box in the system. And then we can already uh, interact with uh, BI, with analytics, with everything else. We don't have the proper API now in this sphere. We don't have the proper tracking in this sphere, whatever. Like some uh, programs, tools cannot even properly track uh, amount of clicks about we what. Uh, or, BI? Cost, or cost by source, like, for example. Cost by but, source. Cost I by mean, our first, I... our first couple of clients were taking the XMLs we yeah. had and were feeding it into Google Data Studio and were doing their own dashboards. I mean, we give everyone the raw data, they make it what they will, and you know, you can then do analytics your own case. We're not going to stop you or give restrictions on that. That's what you want to do. So already we're trying to open the door. It's up to you whether you want to step through it or not. Yeah, I fully agree. Yeah, I think uh, dashboards and getting people the ability to play with their own data is an interesting thing. But I do think, uh, you know, going full circle about a, a, just kind of touching a little bit on the AI component is, can we do this in an automated way? And I've already seen a couple of tools that will take data and say, we think these are some insights and it's up to you to basically agree or disagree. So maybe this could be the, the next future where uh, you guys are right. We need good data to work with because if you got messed yeah. up data, it's everything falls apart or you get the wrong insights. Yeah. Um, the next part, I mean, I, we're, currently, we're, we're living it right now where you've got Tableau, Power BI, you mm -hmm. can do whatever you want with data. Um, but I think the next ones are kind of like, you know, this, uh, you know, chat GPT type of plugins where you can say, let me put the data in here and give me a different report that I've not seen before. I mean, I've done these experiments almost by accident and seeing insights that I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I'm looking at what I'm seeing right now, just because I, I took the, the time to just throw in a bunch of uh, basically campaign data into Tableau and what, what it came out with. And I just believe that not a lot of people are doing these things like that. And you guys are right, the early that's, days. That's the thing, the, just to take some words with the, the time, okay? In some platforms out there, you can do this. It just takes time or you need to look up on a look up on a look up on different reports. It is possible to do this. It just suddenly takes time. If you can reduce that time to a more reasonable level, then you have more time to analytic for to do the analytics. So all of those cases, I mean, a really good one would be what's the average CPA for this market? What's my customer lifetime value? Can, what's my profit margin? Those questions are almost interlinked. But to get that information, you need clean data. You need um, actual 
true data to make sure it's, you know, it's not being fiddled with or anything like that, and at what date range. And all these questions are sometimes easier to get than others. But these are the kind of stuff we have, honestly, we've spoken about. These were the endless meetings that we had to say, yeah, well, wouldn't it be great if X? Wouldn't it be awesome if we could do Y? And then we come to think of it like requirements, right? How did we, what did we say again? And we had to write it all again. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even from our initial public release from February, we took a ton of research, we did loads of meetings and in Amsterdam again, I took a bunch of stuff back and give more feedback. So it's all, it's all there. Honestly, if you came up and said to us, I don't think you have this, we probably do <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I'm keeping Vlad's uh, hands full. Backlog for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure the backlog is uh, immense with uh, what you guys are building. And uh, yeah. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, uh, product launch after product launch. Yeah. We've got a ton of PR coming up as well. Uh, we've got a number of clients that have just been on there very recently as well. And as I said, we've not even been alive, live for a year yet. So we're looking, we're looking good. So. Early days. Uh, yeah. Guys, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Um, it's always a pleasure chatting at the conferences. Uh, I get excited. I mean, our software are kind of similar in a lot of ways, and you know, it all comes down to big data. Uh, how can people get a hold of both of you? So you can either reach out to us in general uh, with the sales at referon.com or www.referon.com, or um, find us on LinkedIn. Just find David Harris under Referon, and also Bland Podnarenko as well. Find us on LinkedIn. And username uh, at passion fruit. At passion fruit. That's 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 his that's his Twitter handle. Um, how, it better how be. Does joke, how does this joke become more uh, public? Yeah. And if you don't have the if you don't have the Twitter handle, we're gonna that's... we're gonna do a GoFundMe to buy. Yeah, 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 that's it. All right, um, guys. But I'll see you. Probably speak to you at Sigma Malta. Um, I don't think we'll be there in the September conference, but uh, I'm sure we'll see you at Sigma anyway. Yeah. It'll be one show after another for sure. And I, I'm looking forward to see things get bigger, more clients. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's very interesting to watch what you're doing. And like I said, once I saw the product, I was like, oh, we got we to gotta get a little bit more sharper. So we are not competition by any means, but uh, what you guys do. In we work together. Yeah, we work together, we work but together. it inspires me to, uh, <laughs> to be uh, very top of mind, very serious. We have competition and uh, Vlad, you're right. It keeps us sharp and it's what we need to push things forward. Okay, well, thank you, thank you, John, for your time thank and for you. organizing. Thank you, guys. Vlad, I'll speak to you. <laughs> okay, Dave. Thank you, listeners. I'd like to ask for a favor, which is if you can leave a five-star rating and a review wherever you listen to this podcast. This helps us get discovered by others, and we want to make this the best affiliate marketing podcast just for you. 